All right, bradcooney.com. We'd like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Y.S. Lou. Do I got that right? Yes, you do, man. What's going on? What's up, brother? I'm good, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, man, happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this. Right on, brother. Well, good deal, man. All right, so we got a lot to talk about, man. I guess we'll just jump right into this. Um, you know, I read through your bio, do a little research, and I discovered just through my research that you started out pretty young doing this stuff, huh? Yeah, man, you know, thankfully, I had one of those moms that was just like all, you know, pushing me to do all these artistic things when I was a kid, so she put me in like piano classes super young, and she's always been really supportive of the things that I've loved, so falling in love with hip-hop and all that, you know, it just, it was better, and she supported it at an early age, Mm -hmm. so what can I say, man, I'm, I'm really blessed. Yeah, for sure. Now, does your mom have any musical talents at all? Does she play anything, or? No, man, believe it or not, I'm the first one in my family to have, like, any kind wow. of musical background. Like, even, like, for my, I don't even know any ancestors or nothing that, like, were doing music. It was just, like, really, I'm, like, the, the, like, the anomaly, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. I, I play guitar, but my mother was a really, like, a really, really good musician. And um, so she taught me. Well, she played the accordion, man. I, I never could wow. figure out. I, yeah, that's a very difficult instrument to play. It's so hard, man. You got to do like seven different things at the same time. No, man. I, I have her. My, you know, of course, my mother passed away many, many years ago. But I have her accordion, man. And one day I just, you know, I said, well, I play guitar, man. Let, let me let me see. Man, I, I, I put that down like in five minutes. Like, All right, now nah, forget. Let me forget this. I mean, it's, it's hard, man. <laughs> I respect anyone that can play that instrument, man. I remember when I was a kid, we used to have them because I, I grew up in Colombia, and, you know, it's, it's big over there. A lot of people are using accordions, and we had one in the house. And me being, thinking I was musical and everything, you know, I tried to pick it up, man, and I couldn't even get, like, a, <laughs> a, anything out of it, man. It's, it's, it's a hard instrument. I know. I totally can relate. I was like, I was like you know, you got to, because you got to, like, compress it. You got to, you know, you got your right-hand keys, your you left-hand Yeah, man. It's like, what the freak, man? I can't do this crap, man. I had a lot more. I mean, obviously, I love and respect my mom, like, like no right. words, but even more after that, I was like, wow, because she was awesome on it, man. I mean, she was really yeah, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, cool. Respect. For sure. You, so you also, um, so you actually, you, you actually studied jazz in college, huh? Yeah, man, you know, I, I play the saxophone, and I try to do the whole jazz thing just because... I don't know, man. I felt like I needed to master. I needed like you, I master some type of craft before I really went one hundred percent into like the whole hip hop thing. You know, I, I I thought that that was the best way that was gonna get me um, an ear for production because I've always really looked two producers Mm -hmm. as like my my ultimate influence or like my goal so i think that's where i got that from where i was like well you know jazz is kind of like the root of everything you know especially in like our music and american music yeah um and i grew up listening to tribe i grew up listening to wu-tang clan so all those things are like really jazz influence as well as other things but those are the musics that like got me into really wanting to pursue jazz and how i could fit that into hip-hop yeah so as a guitar player myself when i when i hear jazz immediately my my mind goes to guys like stanley jordan who's one of the greatest jazz guitar players i've ever heard yeah perfected the two-hand play technique 
Alan Holdsworth. I mean, there's some just some crazy talented jazz guitar players. Um, and it's interesting to me how you segued from jazz into hip hop. Um, what was it that was like the the turning point for you, like the just the beginning step to go across the bridge from from hip hop to jazz? What was the circumstance? Honestly, man, I'm gonna be honest. It's, it was it's money. Yeah, that's and, it, man. You know what? Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say like I love I love music. I love music in general. You know, I'm, not, I'm never gonna pick a favorite or you know pick a side. And I, you know, I love I love music. And I love sure. all of it. But it, it got to a point, man. You know, I was I was blessed to be able to make a living doing the whole jazz thing. And you know, at, at the beginning, I thought of the hip hop thing as like you know it's a novelty. You know, I'm gonna do it on the side. It's gonna be fun. You know, but the more I got into working in jazz and, and realizing that man like it ain't paying the bills really, it ain't yeah, paying the man, bills I'm, I'm straight <laughs> up and I, I respect my teachers and I respect sure. all the old heads that are playing doing their thing but waiting on a gig that's gonna pay you know little to go play like five hours a night with some 60 year old dude you know <laughs> when I'm here in my 20s like yeah. that's not that's not for me you know yeah. and I, I had a moment where I was like alright man like either I'm gonna you know, sacrifice everything and put it all in towards the long run and really, you know, develop this hip-hop thing that I've wanted to do for so long, or I'm going to take the easy way out and just hopefully I make a steady living doing the jazz thing, but that, you know, that's not a, that wasn't good enough for me, man. Yeah, I understand. I, I totally can relate to that. All right, so also production, you, you, did you produce? Did you learn how to produce stuff while you are in the jazz world? I, um, yes and no. I, I kind of, you know, it was, that was honestly like my transition. Okay. I was doing, I was going through like a crisis after, you know, doing the whole jazz thing where I wanted to, you know, I, I mean, I still want to do it, but I want to, you know, produce for bands. I want to, you know, I, I really look at Pharrell Williams and how he's so diverse yes. in, in the bands and yes. in the groups that he produces for. So I was trying to like start soul bands. I was trying to write for all these groups. So, you know, that kind of like led into like, I, I was really not focused. I had everything spread out. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I was kind of just making music, you know, all really, you know, all over the place. And I got my first pair of keys and, you know, my, my little production studio set at home. And, and, and that kind of just went from there. It, it kind of like rocketed off into in a hip hop, you know, where, where I really thought it was at the beginning. I was like, oh, well, let me do this whole soul thing. Let me start writing for for singers you know mm -hmm. and and i was just like you know what man i got all these productions i got all these beats i'm just gonna I, I've, I've been rapping i've been doing it but you know doing this for a minute you know to myself let me just give it a shot let me just go for it yeah good stuff you know you mentioned pharrell williams who i have like mad respect for pharrell williams is one of my favorite he's one of my favorite music figures I and mean, he's not like you know he's not known for his brilliant vocals or anything like that no uh, but the guy's a genius he's a musical genius yeah, man. And his production and, and 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 you know I just I like his soul too man I just like how he how he I don't know he just he's just, he just got that vibe about him that just 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 fascinating. You really do, man, and it's kind of like and I feel like a lot of even big artists revere him to this you know state because of because of like what you just said like he's not a great vocalist right no but like. I feel like it's his ear. He just knows right. what's gonna be amazing, and even if his vocals are, you know, shaky or whatever, he knows what to do with them. He knows what to do with anything. Absolutely. I feel like you could give him any kind of sound, and he'll make a hit out of it. And he doesn't even—he'll—he'll he'll be the first person to tell you that he's not the greatest vocalist. 
He, he, yeah. You know, he, he's not he's not afraid of that. He, but, but look, man, the dude's a musical genius. I mean, he can, he's fearless, man. Yeah, he is. He's great, great guy. All right, so let's talk about a couple singles you got you got cracking. Um, so let's talk about No Really. Give me the backstory on that on that on that single. No Really was kind of just. Um I don't want to say it was a throwaway, but it, it was kind of a throwaway track. I was, um, you know, trying to get my mixtape together yep. and, you know, still trying to figure out the whole branding thing. Um, and, and we dropped No Really. I dropped that under a different stage name, you know, still kind of trying to get a feel of it, still trying to figure out, like, my audience and, and really figure out how I wanted to market myself. Um, and then really, after No Really, we I kind of took off in a different direction musically as well as artistically, I think. And then that's what led to releasing Demon. my next single, Demon, right? Yeah, exactly. And kind of leading to a whole rebrand, rename change um, in that kind of direction. So what was it that made you make that shift from the No Really you know, style to, to, to merging to the Demon and changing that up? I think... I mean, I don't want to say that I don't like No Really, but um, it was, it, it, I felt like I was looking for something that, that wasn't it, you know, whereas Demon and the sound that I got after Demon with like my whole mixtape, it was more something that I identified with, whereas No Really was just like, all right, let me make the song that I could put out that's, that I know is going to, you know, is going to at least pop somewhat, you know, and, and let me just put music out. It, it, I'll be honest, it, it was it was done in a little bit of a hurry in, in terms of releasing and the whole rollout thing. Um, but it was... You know, it was a little more, it's a little more poppy as opposed to Demon and, and my mixtape that's coming out where it's got a little bit of a darker, mm -hmm. more, it's got a darker vibe, definitely. Is it fair to say that maybe no really had to happen in order to get the Demon? Was it something? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think so, you know, and, and I look back at the song and, and, and kind of what came in between that and I, I really appreciate the song because it was kind of like, Okay, this is this is what I'm doing. This is what I need to change. You know, this is this is what people like and this is what people don't like. You know, I feel like it was a good kind of putting my foot in the water and and you know just getting getting a good feel for it. So the title Demon, of course, a lot of people are gonna you know they'll be like, whoa, that's that's you know that's pretty that's pretty deep, man, because demon's a word that that can scare the crap out of people. So was that what was the, what was the thinking behind the song this label you know titling a demon? Um, is it because all of us have inner demons? Was it something that is it a personal type thing? I think it. I think it, it, it went from a non-personal thing to to a personal thing. I'm the kind of person that kind of just sits down and, and just starts writing. I don't really look for a sub. I mean, sometimes I look for subject matters, but when it comes to like, I get, I think the songs that really hit me or that really resonate with me, I kind of just started writing. Yes. And, there, and honestly, it just started coming together. And with the hook, I say in the hook, you know, it's riding with a bunch of demons. Um, and, you know, I can't stand these demons, but I'm still riding around with them. And I think when I look back, it, you know, it, it really looks back, I think, at my past where I was, you know, hanging around with a bunch of dudes that I, you know, really up to no good. <laughs> and I couldn't stand a lot of them because I knew I wasn't up to no good, you know. And I knew that, you know, I had to focus on other things, but I was still down to ride with my friends and all that. But, you know, it, 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 was, it, it, it was a conflict. And I think in, in the... In the hook, you can you can hear that conflict where it's like, man, I'm riding with all these demons, but I can't 
you know, I can't stand them. Yeah, dude. I know. I, you know why I laughed? Because when you were, as you were explaining that, I was like, these visions were popping in my head about me when I was like your age. And I, I was like, geez, man. If I had a hundred bucks for every every dude that I knew was bad for me, I'd be I, I retire already, man. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, man. It's, it's so it's so easy to get like around bad influences, man. When you're growing up, when you're coming up in life, it just is. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, talk about some of your. You know what? Before, yeah, you know what? Before I get to that, I want to I want to talk about the mixtape you mentioned. Um, is that has that dropped yet? The mixtape? No, I, I'm waiting on the artwork and okay. I'm planning on dropping it early in the next couple of weeks for sure. I'm, I'm announcing the the release date in the next couple of days on my Instagram. So and have Twitter. you? So have you had some radio spins? So have you had any music spinning anywhere? I've had some online radio spins Good. on a couple. Um, Good. You know, on a couple online radio stations, and yep. it's brought in some airplay. So you know, it's it's done well. I've also dropped the I dropped another single. I think three weeks ago after Demon. Yep. And 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 that's done that's done pretty well too. What about live performance? Do you get out and play in front of crowds with some with your music? Well, right now I just recently not recently, studio? but I've been in LA for a minute, mostly kind of just grinding out this mixtape. Sure. I played a couple live shows here and there, nothing, yeah. nothing too crazy. But we got some things in the works that should be announced good. right after I drop this mixtape. Nice, that's good, man. All right, so talk about some Local of your stuff. What's that? Local stuff, you know, sure. around the LA area. Sure. I mean, yeah, look, you got to crawl before you walk and walk exactly. before you run, man. Um, so talk about some of your musical influences. Like who 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 inspired you coming up? My number one influence is James Brown. Oh wow, nice. nice. Um, just I, I love it. You know, James Brown is uh, like I worship him. You know, just the vibe. I think James Brown is the king, the king of performing, the king of music, you know, American music. I think as it is, like rock and roll and hip hop. Yeah. Um, like I said, Pharrell Williams. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm a big Kanye fan in, in terms of production. Um, another musical genius, big, by the way. I'm sorry. Now go ahead. Kanye West, another musical genius, by the way. Yes, you know, in, in in the same regard, you know, guys that just have a great year. You know, I really appreciate guys that have great years. I listen to vocalists. You know, Kendrick Lamar, J Cole are really big for me, but I really appreciate guys who do it all. You know what I mean? Just do the yeah. production, do the vocals. That's why I think I like J Cole so much, and not even like his vocals or or raps as much as I really like the fact that he. He immerses himself in all of his work, whereas, you know, and I respect it too. Rappers will be like, all right, you know, let me choose these beats. Let me check out this pack, this folder, and just, you know, hand pick some beats mm -hmm. and not really involve themselves in the whole process. And, yeah. and that's what I live for is, is really just the process. You know, you mentioned a minute ago about how you like somebody who's diverse and somebody who does it all. You know, you know who's one of those people who I just, I'm, I'm just a big fan of? Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, man. And Dude's a I genius. was talking about him. Dude is a genius, and he's got a formula too, man. He, I, I swear to God, he just he knows how yeah. to succeed. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's also. You ever hear him play guitar? I have. That dude can shred, man. I saw him play. Him and Adam Levine actually did a uh, tribute to Prince. Wow. Um, and um, I, you know, I knew Adam Levine could play guitar. But I didn't know Bruno Mars could hang. That, that dude was shredding right there with Adam Levine. And I was like, whoa. Yo, dude. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Bruno Mars, as famous as he is, I think still does not get enough credit. 
You know why, though? I'll tell you why. I mean, because I agree with you, but Bruno Mars is so humble. He's like, yeah. he's not like a spy. As, as, as globally known as he is, he's like an international star, but he has this persona of, of, of an introvert. He's somebody who's like, yeah. he kind of reminds me of Prince a little bit. Prince is yeah, a lot more of an introvert. Yeah, 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 exactly. But he's, a little more mellow. Yeah, and he has that like that certain vibe about him where he's just he's not like a limelight guy. He is on stage. He's a great performer, but right. he, he doesn't come across to me as somebody who's like a glory hound or somebody who's, you know what I mean? He's just so humble and, and respectful. I mean, that's what I like about him too. Well, yes, because people don't people don't know all that he can do. People, how many people don't know that he can play guitar? You know, know. And then they'll find out, and it's like, wow, you know, yeah. he's even more of a genius. Same thing with Prince. Prince, you know, God rest his soul. Prince played like twelve instruments. That dude was a, you talk about another musical genius. Man, another one. And he was playing for free up until he died. Yep, exactly. That's unbelievable, man. People people don't realize what we have on this earth. We're we're so blessed yep. with all this talent. And all the charities Prince did up in Minnesota because he's from Minneapolis. Yeah. The, the dude the dude has you know he's he's donated so much money in charities and stuff over the years. He just no one really heard about because he he didn't do it for the fame or the. Yeah. You know, he just did it out of the goodness of his heart. Of his heart. Amazing, man. All right, so what are your um, what are your? We're almost at 2019, believe it or not. What are your goals for 2019? What you want to do this in you know next year, this coming year? Um, my goal for 2019, as um, you know, as, as kind of like a newer artist, I really just I really hope to get on some kind of you know just start playing live in terms of like playing live with actual people. I hope to release this mixtape, maybe release another one in a few months, um, and just you know start putting myself out in, in a position to go on some kind of tour, whether it be local or national. I really just want to get on the road and start playing for people, man. There you go. You know what you got to do is you, when you got you got to drop drop go ahead and drop your your mixtape coming up, and then you need to. I'm not sure what kind of budget you have, but try to try to figure out a way to get a publicist. Well, you got you got uh, Starlight, but I'm yeah, not sure. Yeah. But I'm not sure if Starlight actually, as part of their package, if they actually try to, to hook up artists with with well known artists, so you can open up. You can be like the warm up act. I uh, see. But that's what I I, I I my advice for you would be to. to once you have enough songs to where you can play sets, you know, where you can give the fans yeah. the money's worth, um, try to see about touring with bigger name artists as the opening act, as a warm-up act, and, and you know, then you hook up with their tours, and, and that's that's one way you can really get out there. That's a great idea. Thank you, man. I didn't know that. I didn't know that publicists really did all that. That's, that's, that's great. Thank yeah, you. well, you know, I'm not sure if your publicist, uh, Starlight, does that, but if they don't... <laughs> You know, you may you may have to uh, look into, look into something, yeah, yeah sure. look into somebody who does that, like a manager or somebody. For sure. And I'll give you an example. I just saw a rock band called Collective Soul. They're one of my favorite rock bands. Um, they were really, really, really popular in the '90s and early 2000s. They sold millions of records. And you know what's really crazy? I saw them in concert like three weeks ago, and the opening act, the warm-up band, nobody heard of them really. So as far as like nationally, they're just a group out of Atlanta, Georgia. They're called the Stir. Okay. You know, like how you stir a straw? Yeah, yeah. The stir. Dude, this warm-up band was better than the headliner. They were always like that, man. Dude, they were so freaking good that the people that I was sitting next to and around me, 
everybody was like, whoa, these guys are freaking unbelievable. They're so good. But, you know, they don't have enough hit songs, so they can't headline anywhere because no one really heard yeah. them yet. But that's how they're doing it, though. They're, they're doing the sample I just told you. They hooked up with Collective Soul, who's an internationally known band, and now they're touring across the country with them. And that's how you get your name out there. Yeah, man. And, and like you said, like, and especially in rock shows, man, a lot of the times those opening bands are, are sick, are amazing, know. you know, killing it. Exactly. So you need to find a manager type person and then, and like, look for these artists, like, you know, like we just said, like Bruno Mars or, or, or you said Cole before. And, right. and see what their tours are and then have your manager reach out and say, hey, I got a great client, uh, YS Lou, can you guys, can we fit him on your tour somewhere? And there you go, man. And that, that's how you get out there. Yeah, man. I appreciate the advice. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. You're welcome. All right, man. I, I think we've covered most of the, do, do we forget anything? Any, any songs that we didn't talk about or, or records coming up? Oh, no, man. Just the mixtape out of reach coming out in a couple of weeks. Out of reach coming out. And where at? What up? All, all musical platforms? Yeah, all musical platforms is probably going to be on SoundCloud first, and then we'll roll it out into everything else after that. All right, but brother. people look out on the Instagram and Twitter for that. That's why it's Lou. All right, so that's a perfect segue to my last uh, question. Well, not question. My my last segment. Uh, you mentioned social media, so I'm going to give you an opportunity to tell everybody out there where they can follow you on all your social media. Oh yeah, man. Uh, follow my SoundCloud, my Instagram, my Twitter. Also got a YouTube channel. They're all under YSLU underscore, except the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is all YSLU. Um, and you can keep up with me, everything on there. And I, I post regularly, and I keep up, keep my fans and every all my listeners updated regularly. So, so stay tuned. Awesome, man. I appreciate you doing this, man. When you got something more to talk about, we'll get you back on. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. I had a great time.